We're live here on the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. Good morning. Holidays are coming up here in, in the United States. It's getting chillier out. So let's get moving. Hey, good morning. So today I want to talk about. Oh, 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 I got a hammer. I'm going to hammer you. I'm the product owner. <laughs> I don't like your points. I'm going to hammer your points down. Maybe I need a bigger hammer. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about what do you do as a product owner when you when you think that the team is um, adding too many points to your to the stories or fluffing the stories and everything. And I got a big glue spot on top of my head. <laughs> That's what you get when you get a bald head. Anyway, so the idea is two tactics you can take to address or engage with your team when you think they're they're giving too many points to a story. So we're going to talk about that today. And this is the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show, and I am Greg Master, Scrum Master, and as a coach, and I hope you're doing well today. We talk about Scrum and ads in a very practical way so that you can deliver value to your customer without working crazy hours. Try to get home to family and friends. Have a good holiday and enjoy life. And have fun at work, too, by the way, because we don't want to go crazy. So, what what do you do when you're a product owner? And I've been there. And again, I talked about the other day about product owners don't point, right? It's one of the three people that don't point. So it's like it's like um, scrum masters don't point, product owners don't point, and the person who wrote the story doesn't point. And if you have a manager or the manager doesn't point either. By the way, probably didn't bring that up to your attention. Anyway. So what do you do? You're in a you're in a room. You're in a refinement session, and the team points like a 13 point story, an 18 point story, something crazy, right? I guess a 13 would be a 21 point story, right? Be big, big story. It can't fit in a sprint. You're like, come on! I know I coded. So I was listening to. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, so let's do this while I'm doing this. This is the banner from last Tuesday night because tonight's Tuesday. So I got to do the Tuesday night program on the job reports. I'm trying to come up with some new stuff. I'm working on it. It's 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 molding itself. Um, so what do you do? I was listening to a podcast, Agile Thought, this morning. It just popped up on my screen. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll listen to it. So I was listening to it. And the guy was talking about how in his one group, he had product donors that um, had a a BS card they can call because they could code and they were like, they would challenge um, a team on their points. So I'm going to give you two tactics, two ways to look at it, two ways to ask the question, two ways to come up with it to when your team is, you think your team is overpointing the story. So one way is take a hammer, boom, 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 and hammer them down, boom, 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 boom. It's all project management. Though I've never managed my project that way. I have never challenged my team and said, what do you mean by that? I'm like, I'd be like, well, what goes into that? And then I'd descope it, by the way. So boom, 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 boom. Make your points less. You should do it less. I know I can code it. I can do it. Okay. Maybe my hammer's not big enough. All right. So let me get a bigger hammer. I got a bigger. <coughs> Excuse me.
I got too excited. We went silent there. I had to mute it because I was coughing. I'm sorry. That's that apple cider vinegar and my kid. <laughs> anyway, got too excited. I hammer them down. I get all excited. So you chip away at their points and you challenge them based on your prowess as a coder and that you know more about it than they do. And this is what you do. Well, so that's option one, right? So you can challenge them. Here's option two. Ask them the question, and I kind of wrote this down because I really was thinking about this, and I want to make sure I cover my thought process here. And I use my little phone and just kind of write down stuff for the show sometimes. So as a product, then you say, okay, it's 13 points. Look, I want to get something to the to the customer during the sprint related to this epic feature capability, whatever it is, or stories. So how can we take this story? <clears throat> so then you reverse it. You ask the question, hey, man, yeah, 13 points, okay. How can, can you all help me figure a way to break this story down in pieces of value that we can look at throughout the sprint, not at the end of the sprint, but as we move along, that as we get these little pieces of value that we could possibly drop some of this stuff into production for the customer or at the end of the, we can show the customer whatever your process is when you do drop production every day, once at the sprint, once a month, whatever it does, it's irrelevant. But where we can show value to the customer, the sooner I get value into production, to be honest with, that's when companies make money and that's what's killing all these companies right now. They're not, they're not bringing that value. So, so one way is you can hammer the team, right? Make them reduce their points or you're going to kill them. Or you can say, can you work with me? Figure out, let's work on this. Okay, I got all this here. You're saying it takes a lot to do this. How can I break, how can we break this down, the story, until a point where we can get maybe instead of a big 13-point story, maybe it's three stories. And each story is a little smaller, but has some value that we can release. Maybe you can figure out a, a minimum a minimum value characteristic a minimal viable product, however you want to call it. And you work with the team to come up with what should we do and break it down in threes. And that's what you do in the refinement. You don't just challenge them and hammer it down, but you ask the question, can you help me figure out what could we release? How can I break this down? Use the team's mindset and all those people in the, in the room to help you craft the story or stories in such a way that you could deliver something. I mean, just don't go from, let's make it a 13 point. I'm going to hammer you down to an eight-point story. No, that doesn't get you anything because now you're not going to get anything until the end of sprint, and you're probably not going to see it. You want to break it down into three or four smaller stories that have value that can be released by themselves into production for the customer. So you ask that question to the team. Wow, 13 points. Okay. Um, is there any value you can get out of this story and produce it in the sprint, breaking this down? It may take, and I'll acknowledge, maybe it takes more than one sprint. Okay, cool. How do I take this 13 point story, make it into three or four smaller stories? Maybe I get a couple of stories in this sprint that we can share to the customer and say, here's how we're doing progress. See what it's looking like. And the next one we can do the next two or one or two stories in the next sprint. 
But that's two tactics that you can take for dealing with a team which you think are inflating. I should have brought up alone. Inflating your story points, right? Um, you can either take a hammer. The bigger the hammer, the less points, right? Um, but my challenge would be, even if you went from a 13 to an 8-point story, you're probably not going to get the story until the end of the sprint. So you're not going to have any feedback loops to see what's coming out of it. Or you can do like three or four smaller stories and they get done throughout the sprint and you do little mini feedback loops throughout the sprint and not to the end. And make sure you do express that you want to see the stories done as you go along the sprint and you want to get a little feedback loop and see how they operate so you can see if it's worth it or not. Right. So those are two tactics you can take when you when you hear the, uh, the sad thing is the majority of them take the hammer approach. And the real approach, I don't know. You make the choice. I'll let you all make the choice here. This is a mentor or or a promo done this for a while. Uh, I like choice number two. <laughs> and not number one. Though I have done number one where I've had people say, because I, I can code a little bit. If I really have to get code and I know something's possible, I'll check. But I found that I was wrong too, that certain software couldn't do things. I was really shocked. But um where I would take something over the weekend. They're like, we can't do this. Like, or we can't, I go figure it out. And I show them how to do it. And they're like, how did you do it? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I figured it out. It took some time, but it just took a little time. So I did a little spike for them. Anyway, so that's your choices. Or you could do a spike. That's the third choice. You could code it yourself and create a little spike. You might piss them all off, but you could do that. Or you can challenge them and share with what you learned too. So you got three choices. You can hammer them. Boom, boom, boom. You can talk with them about breaking the story down maybe into four, three or four smaller stories that you can see feedback loops during the sprint, not at the end of the sprint, but during the sprint or three. You can code it yourself and show them how here's what I was looking at. Here's what I was thinking and kind of do it and give them some more information to help get there to lower the points because it is possible. It's still going to be higher. It's still going to be an eight point story, but you know, you can do that too. So now I gave you three three tactics that you could do to solve that. So with that, I want to say you have a great day tonight. We're going to do the jobs report holidays here. A um, lot of announced layoffs. So it's one of the big I tech terms over there, tech teams in Silicon Valley. I think the new year's coming up. I think the R word is coming. Uh, they don't know what they're doing, but we'll see. And uh, like I said yesterday, and if you're in a good spot and you can go get a cert during the holiday season because there's no one in the office, nothing's getting done anyhow, now's a great time to go get a cert. This say you can help your resume. Uh, put yourself in a good position. Maybe learn a new tool that you can bring back to the team in a way of doing it. Some people don't like certs. I like taking the class. If I get a cert because I took a class, I get a cert because I took a class. It's a twofer. You know, I took the class, I learned something, and I get a cert. So I got another cert. Big deal. I'm saying, oh, I don't like certs. Well, you know what? Why don't you take a freaking class? Why don't you learn from somebody else? Have that learning mindset. Go take someone else's class. Learn how to do it. Um, you'd be amazed how many people do not do that. There's a lot of people out there in the world that do not take classes, do not learn from other people, which is a shame. Anyway, I want to wish you all a good day. I guess I got, I wonder if I got my kids cold. But I also think it was part of the apple cider vinegar that I don't put two tablespoons in a glass of water, one or less. 
My wife's telling me, one teaspoon. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I put one tablespoon. I think I would do too much. Anyway, you all have a great day. Enjoy your day. See you tonight on the jobs report. See what's going on. And um, I wish you all the best. Take care. Happy scrumming. And see you later. Where's my mouse? I got my mouse. Mouse, find it. See ya.